0: Welcome to the FASD family life, the podcast for families by families where we get real about raising children and youth with FASD. I am your host, Robbie Seal, FASD educator, advocate, and mom of four children with FASD. I know the struggle is real, but so is success. I hope that sharing my experiences can help you feel that you're not alone and that there is hope for you and your child with FASD. Well, thank you for inviting me into your day. If you like the show, you can subscribe so that you never miss another episode, and new episodes are released every Friday, and I call it FASD Fridays. You can share the FASD Family Life podcast with others in your network, a friend's family, as well as your child's teacher, so that we can all learn and grow together in our understanding of fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. If you like the podcast and want to support the work, you can pop over to buy me a coffee forward slash FASD Family Life to buy me a coffee for $5. I'll put the link in the show notes and you can also see my link on Facebook. Well, here we are, my friends, episode number 25 of FASD Family Life. And I will be releasing this episode on September 9th, International FASD Day. And I am so happy you could join me. I hope you can settle in with a nice hot cup of coffee. Sit back and listen. This is going to be a fantastic episode today because I have a wonderful guest with me my friend Mary Ellen McPhail of O'Shea's FASD in Scotland and Mary Ellen is going to tell us what she is doing to raise awareness of FASD in her community.
1: Hi Roby thank you very much for inviting me along to your podcast Um, and I'm really excited to be here. Um, we are going to be getting posters made about FASD, and they're going to go up in front of um, doctors' um, surgeries and clinics and run about hospitals. Um, I think we might even stick a few in some um, bus stops and wherever we can get them. They'll be on. I think uh, we're. I think we've ordered about five hundred posters, so really big ones, like A three. No, A1, A1, A1. Yeah, so we're really excited about um, the awareness and it's the awareness month so I think we've got a few things on um, all month and we kicked off the month today, did a wee podcast with Natalie. So yeah, we are really excited to get our
0: red shoes on and let's go. Fantastic. Yeah. So you're recording with Natalie Vecchione. She's our friend, both of us. And she has a wonderful podcast called FASD Hope uh, based in North Carolina. And she's a fantastic advocate and parent raising a child with FASD. Um, Mary Ellen, you are a parent. You have had foster children, presently have foster children, have adoptive children. So you have a long history being involved with individuals with fetal alcohol spectrum disorder. And you recently started an organization. Why don't you tell us a bit about O'Shea's? Yeah,
1: we we started O'Shea's because there was no support in our community when, in fact, no support in Scotland at all. If you get a diagnosis of FASD for your child, if you can get one, because it's really hard to get that as well. If you get one, then after you've got it, the doctor, um, the person that's gave you the the diagnosis will tell you to go to your GP if you need anything. So we need supports. What? So when Paula got diagnosed with her FASD, that's what happened. So there's your diagnosis. If you need anything, go to your GP. And I was like, no, that, that it didn't feel right. We needed something in place. We needed supports. We needed support groups. We needed other people that Paula could talk to and that I could talk to so that we could part of the community but that that was not there so we started that uh, very quickly like let's find out other families that's got this and at that point we didn't know that one in 20 people have FASD there's there's loads of them out there that don't even know and it's and
0: we're here in Scotland to help if they need it Wonderful, and it, it is startling, isn't it, to know that one in twenty people have fetal alcohol spectrum disorder, and, and many, many more are impacted by prenatal alcohol exposure, um, but don't have the don't don't reach the diagnostic criteria to have an FASD, but still they certainly have impacts on their brain and their body and loss of potential. We know that, and isn't it so true that often once we come into this fasd world as understanding that there's fasd we we recognize very quickly that there's not any supports at all or very very little and it's the desperation is the mother of invention isn't it and that's what it was for you desperate to know more about it desperate to support your daughter paula and to f- find support yourself um i think one of the most positive and powerful things we can do is have peer mentorship And you're doing that at O'Shea's, aren't you, with some of the programs? Why don't you tell us about some of the programs you're offering? Yeah, we're
1: offering programs like we can help them. If your kid doesn't have a diagnosis of FASD, we can help them with a tool that we've got. And it can tell us what parts of their their they're struggling with and which parts that their, their strengths are um, which is even more important because so, we want to focus on their strengths but the parts that they're struggling with is um, it gives the, the parents a, a fight behind them where they can say look I know what parts is no that we need help with, I know what parts that this, this kid is struggling with so why don't we go and get the help we need so that is quite a powerful tool um so we're working with that and I mean I just done one for my son who's at school um to give to his teacher and the things that he was struggling with it was like so and then I could I can see what accommodations needs to be put in place for that struggle so that the school can then put the accommodation in place so I had brought a full report on what Taylor's strengths and struggles were and then handed it to the teacher and it was like, right, so this is what I need you to do. This is the accommodations I need put in. Um, so hopefully that that will give some parents hope that that's their voice because he, I know, and you know, Robbie, that when you've got a kid with FASD and you don't know nothing about it, you're at a loss. Yeah, And it's like, what? why is my child like that? Why are they behaving like that? Why is this? And and it's a shame because the, the kid gets the blame of it and it's not even their fault. And we need to think differently and we need to think of the brain first and then, so what if it is the brain that's making this and it behaviours? And I think that is very, this we tool helps us figure that out. And gives that you that. Yeah. Sorry. what's the name of that tool that you have what's the name of um, it it was facets tool that I got um we can't I can't share it with you guys so okay, I fun. can use it I can use it myself um and I can look at um people's but I can't like hand it out so and I think that, that is a fantastic tool that Diane Malvin had produced and I just find it a lifesaver and it's such a great conversation starter as well where people are like well my kids might be doing that but they didn't know if it was executive functioning or the reasoning and thinking and it actually breaks it all down for
0: you so it's really good it sounds like an amazing tool um and you know you're right as parents when we oftentimes um we are so caught up in the busyness of of family life and also sometimes the chaos because our children, you know, we might try to have structure and routine and orderliness, but our kids um, just have a way of undoing that sometimes. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes by the time we've come to the teacher or we've come to uh, maybe a professional, like recently I was asked to meet with some psychologists and to talk about FASD. And they said, well, what's the one thing you would want to tell the psychologist? Um, you know, early on when you, when you would have brought, these are preschool psychologists. So when I would have brought my children to preschool, what's the one thing? Well, there was many things I wanted to tell them, but one of those is what you just said is I'm desperate. I just learned that my kid has an FASD diagnosis and I don't know exactly what that means. And I don't know what that means today in five years from now, in 10 years from now, I need support and I need a whole, I need an education and I need a whole toolkit of things I can try. And we know that no one thing, no, there's no cookie cutter answers. But if we can, just like you said, take that brain based approach, rather than looking at all these problems and all these behaviors that have to be solved and sorted. No, if we could take a brain based approach and learn what areas of our brain, our, our kids brain is not developed fully or not developed well, then we can take that supportive approach. But my gosh, when I had two six-year-olds and a three-year-old running around like squirrels up a tree, I didn't know anything about that stuff, you know, and you go to a psychologist and you're presenting with behaviors, but you don't know the origins of those behaviors. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we need is we need a, as parents, we get this diagnosis. Now we need an understanding, an education of what is fetal alcohol spectrum disorder recognizing it's a whole spectrum of ability and disability what is that and how do I now help navigate and and advocate for my children yeah that's wonderful you talked about the facets tool um I understand that there is going to be some facets training through O'Shea's when is that happening and that's
1: happening on the 8th of September um we are going to be doing facets training with um, Nancy Hall from facets, she's one of their facilitators and um, so you can contact OJ's FESD and we'll get the details to you for that training because it's, it's very affordable and it's a six weeks course so and I've already done that course and it's amazing and you'll get the facet tool at the end of that so everyone will get their own tool and I just feel that that tool needs to come
0: with a diagnosis. Oh, doesn't it though? This training needs to come and the tool needs to come with a diagnosis because our kids yeah. are ever growing and changing. And so we need this tool to be able to use at various ages and stages for our kids. Well, I'm excited. You just told me about uh, the O'Shea's hosting the fastest training or fastest training happening through O'Shea's. It starts the day before the International FASD Day. It starts on September 8th. It's happening at 6.30 to 8.30 in the evening on Wednesdays for six weeks. Is yeah. it all in person or is it online? How is it accessible to people? Um, it's all on Zoom. Um, it will be, I think it's like two,
1: uh, it's two hours on Zoom every single Wednesday until, I think it's the 13th of October, I think. Yeah, yeah. so it's every,
0: every two hours um, every week. So, so there's really very little barriers to people don't have to find respite, they don't have to find a babysitter, yeah. they can be at home, it's just two hours in the evening, and it's affordable. So I hope that there's many people in Scotland and in the UK and really anywhere can just sign up through O'Shea's I'm going to sign up. So thank you for that. Like I'm in Canada, but I'm going to sign up and take this training through O'Shea's and then I'll have that facets training and that facets tool that I can use with my children. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that. I think that tool will really help me as I'm trying yeah. to develop individualized education plans or IEPs with my teachers. I still yeah. have three kids in school. So this is going to be a tool I can use to help develop really solid supports for my kids at school and at home while we're mucking around in this turbulent adolescent time. So I'm excited for that O'Shea's FASD training. Thank you very much. You're you have something else big happening this month at O'Shea's. What's happening at the end of the month? We are having a
1: launch day. We are moving into a new premises and um, it's it's going to be amazing because it's all in the, the bottom floor. It's Well, it's our own building, so it's just one floor and it's got access for disabled. It's It's got its own community room. It's got a kids' room. It's got everything that we need. And we were so, I I just feel so blessed to have found it and found a couple that helped me find it. And they have came on board with OSHA's FESD. So we're doing a launch day. My launch day was supposed to be on the 9th of September. And we've cancelled that. And now we're having it in the last day of September so that we can get everything all ready and we'll celebrate the last day of FASD. Are we on this month with a bang?
0: <laughs> yeah, with a bang. And you've got all month, all September, all FASD month to build up the hype and raise yeah. awareness of these fantastic posters that you have. And you've got the police on board with these posters and you're putting up in the surgeries and all these different places, maybe at some schools too. And you have lots of time to create a lot of noise and a lot of awareness of FASD and invite yeah. all these people into your launch. Definitely That'll be amazing. That'll be amazing. Fantastic. Um, you are going to be really busy, Marianne. What a great, uh, what a great month you're going to have at O'Shea's. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on FASD family life. And um, I just love everything that you're doing um, in Scotland, you know, and that desperation really was the mother of invention. In this case, you were desperate to find support for yourself and your children. And in the lack of it, you created it. And I think that's what a lot of us moms do. And and that's what I did too. You know, in the lack of a peer support network, I created one by having a podcast and by teaching other people about FASD and sharing the struggles. And I post things openly sometimes on Facebook, like the crazy stuff that happens because it just is. And it normalizes it for all of us. And, you know, I'm here to be the friend that you wish you had, just like you are. You're here to be the friend you wish and the mentor you wish you would have had all these years ago when you started. So- Thank you so much for being here with me. And I look forward to hearing a lot more fantastic stuff from O'Shea's FASD in Scotland. Thank you, Roby. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. All right. Well, thank you so much for staying with me for this episode. Isn't that exciting? You know, from a mother overwhelmed with raising children with FASD and getting this diagnosis and, and now what? Now, Mary Ellen has gone on to create an organization. And part of the reason why she did that was so that her daughter, who has FASD, would have employment, rock solid employment. And her daughter, uh, Paula, does work at O'Shea's and leads some of the kids programs. And, you know, it's just a total FASD success story. I would love to hear about your FASD success stories and also your struggles. So would you email the show at FASDfamilylife at gmail.com, and I'll do my best to address any questions that you might have or comments via email and also on the show, and I'd love to brag about some of your success stories on on an upcoming episode of FASD Family Life. Thank you for sharing your time with me. I know it's precious. And until next week, remember, the struggle is real, but so is success. I'll talk with you soon. Yeah.